0: On today's episode of the Tax Playbook, powered by 960 Digital and the Wealth Empowerment Network, we're going to talk about tax-deferred versus tax-free. Which one is better? Which one should you be pouring your money into? Well, it all depends. This is Marcus Warren, financial advisor, tax-enrolled agent, and author of the Retirement and Tax Playbooks. Let's get on to the show. Because I'm the tax man yeah all right all right so welcome to the tax playbook podcast and it's uh glad I'm glad to be here glad to uh, uh be here once again uh, sitting in the studio and today we are going to be honing in on should you do tax deferred or should you do tax free so There are important questions when you're making these types of decisions as you're saving and accumulating money for retirement, and they can have some pretty, pretty big consequences if you make the wrong choice. So let me start off by saying that the number one piece of information that should inform your decision when it comes to putting money in a tax-deferred bucket or the tax-free bucket is what do you think tax rates are going to be in the year that you start taking that money out. Are tax rates in the year you take that money out likely to be higher or lower than they are today? That's it, that's all you really need. That's all the information that you need. And then you know, there's these these online calculators, these fancy calculators, and they'll tell you whether you should do a Roth IRA or whether you should do a traditional IRA, right? Tax deferred or tax free. Well, guess what? I can tell you right now that all of those calculators, it's really just a big waste of time because all you really need to know is a single piece of information. Just like I said, I'm going to sound like a broken record here. Are tax rates going to be higher today or will they be lower down the line than they are today? Are tax rates, when you pull that money out, are you going to have to pay more to Uncle Sam? Because that should inform you on what you should do. And of course, no one has a crystal ball. But what you can do is you can just think a little bit. Think about where we are uh, as a country from a matter of debt and things of that nature. And, and really, a lot of times, you'll, you, it, it, when we're talking about Roths and tax-free and even doing conversions, moving money from uh, that tax-deferred bucket to the tax-free bucket via a Roth conversion, sometimes you'll hear, well, Marcus, if I do a Roth conversion, I'm basically taking money from my traditional IRA, and then I have to pay the tax on it, and then it goes over and I convert it to a Roth IRA. And then I'm just going to have less money in my Roth IRA. And therefore, I'm going to have less money working for me. And therefore, I just won't have as much down the line, especially when we're talking about retirement. And so I want to take two seconds really to just debunk that statement that I hear all the time, because I hear it from CPAs, I hear it from people who would otherwise seem like they're pretty well educated people. And the way that I explain it, is I think it's pretty, I, I think this is a pretty useful uh, explanation. All right, so let's say that you uh, get your IRA or your 401k statement uh, in from Fidelity, TD, Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, whomever. And you open it up and it says you have a million dollars in your IRA. And let's say you're in the 30% tax bracket, right? And so if you have a million dollars in your IRA, how much of that IRA is really yours? Well, some people look at that nice, shiny Fidelity or Charles Schwab statement, and they say, hey, it's all mine. On paper, it's all mine. And no, unfortunately, it's not. You have to remember that when you put money into that IRA, that 401K, you entered into a business partnership. Who was that business partnership with, you may ask? Well, it was with the IRS, or you can call him Uncle Sam. And basically, they are joint owners on that account with you. So if you're in that 30% tax bracket and you have a million dollars in your IRA 401k, only $700,000 of those dollars are really really yours. Now, you also may think that uh, when you open up that statement, and say it just shows that you had a good year, yet you made 10%. You got 10% in growth, right, on your million dollars. So you made $100,000, and that's all your growth. It's not because part 30% of that, or you could say $30,000, is going to the IRS. And I don't think they're sending you a thank you card 70,000, or is that 70% thousand? That's 70% (laughs) thousand. 70% of that $100,000 is your growth, which is $70,000. So you have a partner in your tax deferred account. And so that million dollars, it grows and it compounds over time. And it's easy to get sucked into the temptation of saying that all that money is yours, but we know that it's not a portion of that money and I'm using 30% just just for example purposes, a portion of that money belongs to the IRS. And, the, and that growth that you get along the way, a portion of that growth belongs to the IRS, and they love it. Now, let's say, for example, that you were going to take that million dollars, pay that 30% tax, and then just convert it to a Roth IRA, right? I'm not saying you should do it all at once, but just say in this instance that you... Um, uh, transfer it all uh, over or convert it all over to a Roth IRA. Now, what you have left in your tax free account now, it will be that $700,000. So, if tax rates are at 30%, and say they're always going to be at 30%, then that is the indicator that you need to think about. Where are tax rates going to go? Tax rates can only go three spots they can go up, they can stay the same, or they can go down. If they stay the same, then it doesn't matter if you do tax-deferred or tax-free at a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. So if you were to convert and tax rates stay the same, that's eh, neither here nor there. You could have just stayed in the uh, traditional IRA. No big deal. But if tax rates go up, so, you, so you've converted, you have that $700,000, the $300,000 or 30% of it belongs to the IRS. If tax rates were just to go up 1% to 31%, how much of that money in that IRA is now really yours, right? So you had that million-dollar IRA. Now tax rates are 31%. Your cut just went down $10,000. You used to have $700,000. Now your cut is $690,000 because tax rates went up. Remember what I said on the onset. The only reason... You should think about doing a any kind of conversion, moving from the tax-deferred to tax-free, is if you believe that tax rates down the line are going to be higher than they are today. So can you understand why it's important to understand the fiscal landscape of our country? $25 trillion in debt, unfunded liabilities, basically the country's broke. So it's important to understand the fiscal challenges our country is going to be facing over the course of the next 10 to 15 years. Because if you plan on taking money out of that tax deferred account, even eight to 10 years from now, then you will have to try. You Then you have to try to anticipate where tax rates are going to be, because at the end of the day, those indicators should guide all your decisions as it relates to tax deferred and tax free. And. So you got to remember that the true purpose of a retirement account, you have to remember this, the true purpose of a retirement account is not to give you a tax deduction. A lot of people say, hey, I've got to get my money in the IRA by the end of the year so I can get this tax deduction. Hell, that's what your CPA tells you to do, right? Defer, defer, defer. Get your tax deduction right now. However... The true purpose of a retirement vehicle is to maximize cash flow at a period of time when you can least afford to pay the taxes, and that's in retirement. I'm going to say that again because it is so important, and you may not have recognized the profound words that just came out of my mouth. I'm going to say it again. The true purpose of a retirement account is not to give you a tax deduction. The true purpose of a retirement vehicle is to maximize cash flow at a period in your life when you can least afford to pay the taxes. And when is that? That is in retirement. Now let's talk about Social Security taxation real quick as it relates to distribution from your uh, tax-deferred traditional IRA or your tax-free Roth IRA accounts. You have to remember that any distributions that you take out of your traditional IRA, it counts as provisional income. And provisional income, if you don't remember, is the income the IRS keeps track of to determine if they are going to tax your social security. And by the way, if you do any kind of conversion or just a straight IRA distribution, uh, that money does count as provisional income because it's initially coming from that tax-deferred account. So if you have that $700,000 after tax in your Roth, you did the conversion, and now all your money is sitting in in, in a Roth. All the growth is tax-free. You take money out. You get it tax free. You take money out of that Roth. It does not count towards the thresholds that decide how much of your Social Security is going to be taxed. Think about that. So, there are many different facets to, to moving money from that tax deferred bucket to the tax free bucket. And the main driver is where we think tax rates are going to be in the future. Our country is in debt to the tune of $25 trillion. And we have much more of that in unfunded liabilities such as Social Security and Medicare. And so we tend to believe that taxes are going to be a lot higher in the future. And if that's the case, then it only makes sense to have most of your retirement assets in that tax-free bucket. And so when you take, remember, remember this, when you take money out of the Roth, it's not taxed. And it doesn't count against the thresholds that determine if your Social Security is taxed. So I want to end with this. Right now, tax rates are at historically low uh, rates. Right now, it's low. It's the lowest they've ever been in, in in years. But unfortunately, there's an expiration date. Unfortunately, those rates are going to go back up. When you ask, that's December 31st, 2025. After that, things are going to revert back to what they were before the tax cuts. And if you don't actively look at ways now to take advantage of, those, of these low tax rate envir- this low tax rate environment right now, you're going to regret it in the future after 2025 and beyond when tax rates are likely to be much higher than they are now. You have to take action. Get to the tax-free bucket and enjoy a tax-free retirement. That's all I got. Until next time, this was the Tax Playbook Podcast. <laughs> Cause I'm the tax man